0: St Augustine of Canterbury Church presents Sunday homilies with Father Samuel Keys. For more information and a calendar of upcoming events, please visit staugustineofcanterbury.org. That's s t augustineofcanterbury.org. Thank you for listening. Therefore my beloved brethren be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. In the Lord, your labor is not in vain. Probably many of us need to hear that. Our labor is not in vain. And we often need to repeat that because it is not obvious or clear, whether it's the mom struggling to keep her household together and wrestle her children towards holiness the dad watching his children go farther away from the church, a pastor exhausted by the confusion and corruption in the church, the, the penitent who comes back to the confessional week after week with the same list of habitual sins. Be encouraged in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. Why does St. Paul make this statement in a chapter that's all about the resurrection? It seems a little strange. Because the resurrection says that things matter. This world is passing away. It will not last, but that doesn't mean that it will just, you know, disappear and fall into nothingness. In fact, the the whole of salvation history is the story of God's unwillingness to let his creation fall into nothingness. If you think of the great figures in the Tradition of theology explaining the atonement, why did God become man? People like St. Athanasius, St. Anselm, their fundamental answer is because God did not will his world, his creation, to fall into nothingness. This world is the seed that will bloom into the glory of God's eternal life. Our bodies are corruptible, mortal, but they will, according to St. Paul, they will be clothed in immortality. You know, as Catholics, we understand that salvation is not merely some kind of legal trick by which God allows us to sneak into heaven. Salvation is real. We can actually be transformed, body and soul, into holiness. We can mature and produce fruit. God, like a careful and loving gardener, is tending us, pruning us, nourishing us, with his own life. Perhaps we are impatient for our growth. Perhaps, as our Lord says in Luke, we find it much easier to look at other people and point out their fruit, good or bad. But we can do little to help others if we ourselves are starving or diseased. The spiritual life is, to quote one author, a long obedience in the same direction. Like a tree, the spiritual life has seasons, times of new life, times of death, times of struggle, times of plenty. And in the Lord, our labor, in any of these seasons, our labor is not in vain, because all of our labor is also his, because we are his body, the church. The promise of the resurrection is. First Corinthians 15 it is a promise that this world will not merely end up as vanity of vanities, as the teacher in Ecclesiastes worries. All things will be well, no matter how vain they seem at the moment, no matter how tired we become or how boring it may seem. Death will be swallowed up in victory. Now, as we turn to Lent this week, and we, we do turn to Lent this week, in case you haven't noticed, uh, that's why we've been wearing purple. We, we're kind of trying to get ready to remember that it's coming so that we're not caught off guard. But we're entering a new season of work, a new season of development of our souls. Holy Church asks this work of us because she truly believes holiness is possible that Christ really meant what he said about producing good fruit. So there's no choice but to do it. Submit to the master gardener. Let him tend your health. Sink in your roots. Deep, Deeply drink of grace. And don't be afraid to grow. Amen.